So you ready here, Doug? I'm ready for this week's episode. I've yeah. been rehearsing. I did a practice episode in the mirror. <laughs> okay. Before we start recording here, I just was going to ask you about mm-hmm. uh, the other thing. You know, uh, I got this interesting, uh, interesting email from, uh-huh. uh, and it said it was from uh, from Scott, right? It just said from, from his, Scott from his email address. It was from Scott's, it was from Scott's email, and he he was like, uh, he just, it just said, "I know what you did." Huh. Do you think? Do you think it's one of his? wives or ex-wives or is one of his kids yeah because it can't be him right because you took care of that didn't you well yes yeah yeah but don't tell me anymore i don't want to know anymore yeah, possible deniability doug there's no uh there's no computers in hell that i know about <laughs> i just don't want them i don't want anything i don't want anything to slip up because the show's going pretty good you know in the, the, the show's going real good without them yeah, dragging us down. I just don't want to give the documentary crew anything extra to work with. You know what I'm saying? They're a real pain in the ass. Are they following the you around too? The, the true crime documentary crew? Yeah, they're recording everything. They they think they're getting under my skin, but they're not. Like, should I reply to the email, or should I just pretend I didn't get it? The most important thing is is that no matter what happens, even if one of us gets locked up, we keep doing the show. We can make calls. There's a 45-minute cap on uh, collect calls from correctional facilities. Yeah, it'd be just like Sarah Koenig and Adnan. Maybe we should try that out with some prisoners. That's a great idea. I'm sure they've got some one-star reviews of like the prison guards and stuff. Yeah, I was looking up prisons on Yelp, seeing which one I want to go to <laughs> when we finally get arrested. Yeah. That's how that works, right? You get to choose which yeah. prison? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's uh, not many five-star prisons, i got to say. <laughs> so they... They're not going to catch us. I mean, no, we're way too smart. Yeah, we're Scott way free. too yeah, smart. Free. Okay, should we start recording and start okay, doing the show? Here we go. In one, two, see. Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage. Review it all you want, star reviewers. Nip and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. Yeah, the new theme song. That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. Welcome to the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. We'll keep and Doug now. AKA, also known as. That's yeah. what AKA stands for. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, AKA, Toss Passage. Toss, 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 Toss Passage. All right, so uh, we've got a big show for you tonight. It's the it's episode number two oh two, and I was going to ask you, Doug. I was just looking up the stats on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know how many listens we have of the show? No, two hundred and two. What? So that means that either one person has listened to all the episodes, or two hundred and two different people have listened to one episode and said, "Eh, not for me," and called it quits. Yeah, yeah. You know, here's something I forgot forgot about when I was talking about the stats, is the uh, shortwave radio. You know, all the truckers that yeah. listen to the show. Um, so you got to count that they, they're not included in these listens here, because you can't keep track of that when they spread that around, you know, on the long haul. To all our truckers out there, keep on trucking. Should we, uh, should we introduce today's guest? Oh, why not? We're bringing back an old favorite. So you know how they do like those all-star episodes on like Survivor and uh, Big Brother and stuff? Like Richard Hatch? 
Yeah, yeah. This is like Rich, like having Richard Hatch on the show. <laughs> awesome. Here he is, a big-time favorite of the show, back for the All-Star episodes. It's Douglas Perkins. Hey, good to be here. Thanks for inviting me back for the All-Stars. I, I never thought I'd get that call. Yeah, it's so exciting to have you back. You're a friend of the show now, Doug. The only friend I have. <laughs> the show. <laughs> Do you want to talk Lost Episodes? I, uh, I spoke about this with our therapist when we had our group therapy yeah. session, me, you, and the therapist. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And remember that she said that we need to look forward. We need to stop looking backwards mm-hmm. in the past for these past 100 episodes, and we need to look forward for the next 100 episodes. Okay. But the thing I was confused about is, like, I don't know where those are either. <laughs> okay, Doug, are you ready to start this show? Oh, if, yeah, yeah. I think we should start out with our first segment. Uh, what you got? Yeah, what you got. All right. Doug, what you got? <laughs> okay. So I have reviews for this nightclub in Downey, California. And if you're not familiar with Downey, California, it's like a very industrial little town just south of Los Angeles. But there's this nightclub called Club DB Lounge. Okay. And it sounds from the description that it's it's trying to be like a a vegas or a hollywood sort of nightclub and it's got bottle service and but uh there's a lot of one-star reviews that call into question the people who work there okay and this one's kind of long all right but i'm gonna read it it's from tim w of bellflower and he writes i was told that adam doesn't like us how he thinks we own the dance floor Waitresses that used to work there told me things about this guy. It all makes sense why my best friend got banned. Seems like anybody that's a part of my dance crew is banned. Me and my team have been nothing but nice to Adam. We just go there to dance, drink, and have a great time. We never had no drama or fights. We've been loyal customers at DB Lounge for four years straight, having nothing but good vibes. We are banned for stupid reasons. Yeah. This guy, like, he really wants to dance. That's I know. it. That's, it's sort of pure. It's like a footloose situation. That, him um, and his crew. I find these reviews so fascinating because it's such a subculture that I was never a part of or wanted to be a part of. You weren't in a dance night. crew in high school, Doug? No, in, in high school I was in a, like a sketch comedy fun guys group. Hmm. I didn't talk. I haven't talked to you too much about my old dance crews, have I? No, you wanted to leave that in the past. Yeah, but it was. Uh, it was pretty. We were pretty. We were pretty big deal, though. I mean, we, it was a slow dance crew. <laughs> it's all very yeah slow uh, music, kind of head on sh- you know head on the other person's mm-hmm. shoulder, uh, and you have to like awkwardly go ask the person as yeah. part of it. Yeah. To the slow dancing, and the DJ gets very reticent to play extreme more than words. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Have you ever have you ever gotten served, Doug? Oh, all the time. (laughs) How did that make you feel? Not good. No. (laughs) Yeah, people in like high school at dances and stuff, they would come up to me because you know I I was you know I was the guy to beat. I was the big boss. (laughs) Sure. And, uh, And they would they would come up and dance their asses off right in my face mm-hmm. and i would get served and then mm-hmm. that was that 
Yeah, it's demoralizing, isn't it? There's sometimes they'll put their their uh, brim of their hat hit your forehead with it, and then like turn it around even more, like to the sides, so they can get even mm-hmm. closer to you. And then oh, they, yeah, they, they do, do all sorts of hat stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember one time we went to a club with a bunch of our friends, and uh, I I kept dancing in spots I wasn't allowed to dance. <laughs> And like security people kept coming up to me and sir, you can't be doing that. I'm like what? And apparently I was dancing like in uh, places only girls were allowed to dance. <laughs> you were yeah, dancing in one of those they... cages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hanging I don't up above think the dance floor. inside a inside a cage. <laughs> <laughs> sir, yeah. only the hired dancers are allowed in there. <laughs> the dance. <laughs> <laughs> the hired burlesque dancers are only the only ones allowed in those cages, sir. Well, you should put up a sign then. <laughs> uh, Xavier G says about Club DB in Downey. So my friend had to go to the restroom. Yes, number two. The question we were all asking. Yeah, and <laughs> this is in a packed nightclub. Okay. Prob- probably a CD packed nightclub. The yeah. restrooms aren't going to be super great. No, they're not equipped for people taking dumps, really. No. Those club restrooms. He, he pulled the sheet to the toilet seat, and the whole metal part fell off. So what I gather from that sentence is, you know, the, the things you put <laughs> on the toilet seat, yeah. they're in the, yeah. little, they're in yeah. the little metal case above <laughs> right. the toilet. Right. And so he pulled on that, and the whole metal case fell off. Okay. And then he says, my friend, like the nice guy he is, went and told a security guard. Security guard goes in restroom and states he's buzzed. I think his friend, he means. Yeah. This lounge has a bar. Everyone is buzzed. Am I wrong? I got kicked out because I asked manager for his name in a very professional way. Uh, He continued to ignore me, so I decided to take a picture of him. And then he put a picture of the guy he took a picture of, yeah. and it's just a hand over the lens. <laughs> Didn't want his picture taken, did he? Well, did, a lot of people are getting kicked out of this place. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's some, some don't even get let in. Here's David S., who gave it one star and says, if you want fat girls and bad DJs, this is the place for you. Yeah, once that's it's, me. <laughs> once that's it's me. closing time... It? To have a flashlight in your face chasing you out. But if fat girls and outdated songs on repeat are your thing, then this is the place for you. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, he only gave that one star. But if he did like those things, he would have given it five stars. Yeah. This is all a personal, obviously all personal preference because you could read it the other way, Doug. If you like fat girls and bad music, this is the place for you. Come on down. <laughs> Here's one about a group that showed up in a party bus from Annette G. And she gives it one star and says, you'll never guess. If I can rate negative stars, I would definitely do Uh, so. A group of me and my family and friends took a party bus here. And as soon as three of us stepped out of the bus, one of the bouncers. My family and I took a party bus here. (laughs) Their mom and dad and grandma. There will never be a... A Perkins family gathering inside a party bus. I could tell you that much. <laughs> okay, sorry, go on. <laughs> no. Uh, 
And as soon as three of us stepped out of the bus, one of the bouncers walked over to us and said we couldn't come in with a nasty attitude. It didn't give us an explanation or a chance to speak. It seemed so rude, unprofessional, and, un- and uncalled for. When we walked over and asked, she said because one of our passengers had a drink in his hand. But we can clearly hear when she was whispering, we have a lot of bald head guys. (laughs) (laughs) Then lie as we begged to please let us in. (laughs) We came from far and had military members with us, and she still denied us. Later, her excuse was... The people with us were wearing clothes that were too baggy. (laughs) Our party literally searched up dress code and looked at pictures of people who attended, posted on the club website, and followed the rules. Our guys are in slacks, dressy shoes, buttoned-up shirts. That's the end of the review. Oh, no. Um, No baldies, huh? No receding airline. In your face, Kip. Oh, man. Worst nightmare. That's a worst nightmare. You can't go with your bald head and your... Baggy cargo shorts. Chicks, the chicks just aren't into it. No more bald dudes in here. Here's another one from Jordy uh, with more on that topic. Try to get in this club with my cousin, and they claim his pants are too baggy. <laughs> they lost business. We had plans to buy an Ace of Spades bottle that night with a group of friends. Go elsewhere. This club is bootleg and overrated. Not even in Hollywood do they act that way. Never again. It's overrated, but you never went inside? No, and like these people who are upset writing these reviews, they really wanted to get inside. Yeah, and now they're saying it's not worth it. Yeah, we begged to get inside, but man, (laughs) does this place suck. Who would ever want to go to this place? We stood in line for two hours begging to get in. (laughs) (laughs) So we got it set up. We're going to go to... um, the Psychic Shops in Glendale, and uh, LaMille Coffee, and then we're going <laughs> to spend the night at the DB Club in Downey trying the, to get in. There's no way they're going to let us in. Does the one-star the one one tour. tour of Los Angeles? Yeah. Go to Silver, um, the Silver Lake Reservoir, look through the fence at the lack of ducks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's right That's by LaMille. You could get the... Bang those two out. Here's what, one more. Sal, Sal R. gives it one star and says, First time here, I went in with some friends for a birthday, having a table bought with bottles already just to be kicked out before entering. Apparently having baggy pants when the security guard had larger pants than I did. I'm a tall man, six foot one. I can't have tight jeans. I don't have any other sizes or types of pants I'm got- six foot one and wear tight jeans, Sal. He <laughs> did. He say he got kicked out before he entered. Is that possible? First time here, I went in with some friends for a birthday, having a table bought with bottles already, just to be kicked out before entering. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> That's amazing. That's quick, man. All right, you, sir, next in line. Yeah, <laughs> you're out okay. of here. You're out of here. Take his thanks, take his a cover charge and get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. Yeah, that'll be fifteen dollars. All right, let's get a bracelet on you. Okay, we checked your ID and you're out of here. <laughs> That's it. You're out. Oh, God, we got to we got to take people to this place in the uh, the party bus that your mom is driving. 
on the, <laughs> the Hollywood tour. <laughs> yeah, with my mom driving a party bus in LA, that would be that would be uh, uh, like a scary tour, uh, or horrifying. Um, Erica A from Ontario, California says this place is by far the worst place. They expect guys to wear skinny jeans in order to go in. That is ridiculous. Now I understand why they have such poor rating. I will not be coming here or recommending this place to anyone. So Erica, not into the skinny jeans at all. <laughs> a little upset about that. She's, she looks pretty cute on her Yelp profile. Uh, Santiago V says, such a degrading experience. Didn't even get to make it in because of a small tattoo I have behind my ear. To clarify, a name and some lips. That's what the tattoo is. The tattoo is faded. More faded than Cheech and Chong. Hmm. I get it. And I would understand if it were gang-related or disrespectful in any sort of kind of way, dude. But hands down, the worst experience ever. Petty and stupid. Mind my French, but seriously ruined our night. So, What was the French part? He said, what mind, was the mind my French, and never to swear or, or said that? anything. What did he say after mind my French? <laughs> this, this guy is very wholesome. He says... <laughs> Mind my French, but seriously, this ruined our night. <laughs> uh, we should get that guy on the show. Does he have any other reviews? I uh, like this guy. No, he does have four reviews, which is good. That's kind of like, this guy seems like a decent dude, this Santiago yeah. guy. Oh, here we go. One more. Matt G. Bad review time, people. I can care less about this place. I've never did any reviews, but today is my first one. Classic. I drove <laughs> all the way to Downey to celebrate my cousin's birthday with her, just to not be given admission inside because of my <laughs> tattoos on my neck. Huh. Bullshit. I was so mad because I wasted money and gas just to celebrate my cousin's birthday. She was even mad and sad as well because I couldn't come in. Like, come on, that place is fucking dark inside. Who's going to see my tattoos? It seems like they've got a weird no-neck tattoo policy, even though that one guy had uh, tattoos of just uh, Cheech and Chong's lips on his neck. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever it was. (laughs) No, he said the tattoo was as faded as Cheech and Chong. I see, I see. uh, but That'd that be would be tattoo. good. Like yeah. on one, yeah, one side of your neck is Cheech's, and the other side is Chong's lips. Just their lips, yeah, just their lips, just their lips. <laughs> they're like, yeah, man, those are Cheech and Chong's lips. Isn't that cool? No, no, that's no. not cool. It's really weird. You're out of here. Too creepy. Get out. What do you think? I'm a gangbanger? No, no, I just think you're weird. It's too weird, man. It's too weird. Too, too weird to go in there. <laughs> but man, this place has the dudes in this place, man, the tightest jeans and the cleanest necks. Once once you're inside. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, so that's uh that's what Chai got. It's uh the DB Club, Club DB and Downey. There were there a lot of five star reviews for this club, but there are a lot of people that like it. We don't want to just trash on this place, you know. I, I didn't look in uh to the five star reviews. Yeah, because I'm trying to get us a good deal for when we take the tour for the tour stop. <laughs> Let's stop by there, the party bus. I'll, I'll look it up, uh, see if there's some five-star okay. reviews for uh, our next All segment. Right. All right, Kip, that's what I, what I got, what you got. 
Um, you know, I was I was gonna take you on a little trip again. We're, we're taking we're going to Paris, mm-hmm. and we're taking oh, we, Spirit we, Airlines. We went and, to the Eiffel yeah. Tower recently. Yeah, we went to the Eiffel Tower. We're going back there, and this time we're taking Spirit Airlines. And I was gonna read a review from uh, Mister Suckney. It's a one star review of Spirit Airlines. A lot of capitals at the start here. The worst airline ever. Lots of R's mm-hmm. in a row. I would highly recommend to anyone thinking of flying with Spirit to not waste their time or money with this airline. I have flown many times and have always flown with United, my favorite airline. That's in parentheses. Sure. Unfortunately, I was fishing for a better deal and made the biggest mistake of my life choosing Spirit. <laughs> the staff are very unprofessional. Be prepared to yeah. wait in line and miss your flight. Here's more parentheses. That's Spirit's fault. Yep. yep. Here's more parentheses. Yes, I missed my flight. <laughs> uh huh. Because they have one, and I repeat, one bag check officer checking everyone's bags. Not only that, but he didn't even change his gloves after checking each bag. Now with this COVID nineteen BS, you'd think they would be a little more cautious. And then more. Parentheses. So she wants it to take longer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, <laughs> Okay. So they said, uh, with this COVID-19 BS, you'd think they would be a little more cautious. More parentheses. Not that I'm too concerned about that anyways, but this COVID malarkey is a bunch of baloney. It sounds like there's like inception with parentheticals in there. Like there's yeah. parentheses inside parentheses. And then they, it's like for somebody that they, they, they're saying that they're a COVID denier. Right. But then using but, the, the space to complain about the person not changing their gloves. No, that's how she knows. She's like, yeah, COVID's totally a hoax. The TSA guy wasn't changing his gloves. He knows. (laughs) So the headline on this one is, uh, the worst airline ever, you know? But like Mm -hmm. after reading some of these Spirit Airlines reviews, I would think that the airline itself could post here and say, worst customers ever. (laughs) So here's a a review for um, the Louvre. In okay, Paris, they France. Took Spirit, Spirit Airlines to the Louvre. Yeah, directly this, to the Louvre. Yeah, I'm pretending this is all the same reviewer. Have you have you been to the Louvre? <laughs> no, I've never. Okay. Re- I've never been to the Louvre. Okay, so here's this one's a kind of a long one about the uh, the Louvre, and you know that's where they have the Mona Lisa, Doug. Oh yeah, sure. Do you, do you know who the Do you know who the Mona Lisa is? Yes, uh, it's a very famous painting. Uh-huh. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, the Mona Lisa. <laughs> Tell them a little it's bit a very, about the Mona Lisa. It's a very famous painting from the Renaissance by a fellow named Leonardo da Vinci, who many people think it was a self-portrait, and it played a, a, lot. a pivotal a pivotal role in the in the book The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> the, and most importantly. Yeah, <laughs> most <laughs> importantly. And a lot of people speculate that the real Mona Lisa isn't the one on the wall at the Louvre that... Uh, Thomas Crown tuck- stole it. it. It's tucked somewhere away in a safe place, and they put out a fake for all of the people at the Louvre to look at because mouth there's breathers. so many crowds there, and yeah, they don't want people too close to it. Well, this one has, uh, has to do with the crowds, Doug, this review. Around okay. the Mona Lisa, so that was an excellent setup story. Um, Thank you. So here's uh, Andrea, who says, uh, extremely crowded, confusing layout, rude staff. That's the title. 
So she's, you know, she's going to complain about three things here. Yeah. So written like a college paper here. So you're like, tell them what you're going to talk about and then get into the body and just uh, explain your position. (laughs) So she says, so incredibly busy. The wait was an hour outside and we were herded like cattle. No idea where to go with the type of pass we had designated for our set time. And security was more concerned with making sure no one cut in line than actually helping people. Got in an hour later. Crowd so heavy we could hardly move. Rude people pushing and jumping in front to take pictures of the art. No one said excuse me, no manners, and a long queue just to get up close to the Mona Lisa. All museum staff sat in different sections of the museum on their phones. We tried to read the map, but a lot of the sections that were numbered on the map had the number plaques pulled off the walls, making it incredibly difficult to tell where we were without going in circles. My daughter had to go to the bathroom. So her daughter has to go to the bathroom. They're pretty lost. They don't know where they're at. It's too crowded. The maps don't match up. So So my daughter ends up taking a dump on the Mona Lisa. Because we were so confused. (laughs) One star for the Mona Lisa. So, uh, So the daughter has to go to the bathroom now, right? So I saw one of the museum workers sitting in a chair in the section we were in. And I said, excuse me, can you please tell me where the restroom is? She turned to me and snapped in a nasty voice, say hello. <laughs> okay. I, was ca- I was caught off guard and again yeah, repeated. Yeah, that would catch me off guard. <laughs> I was caught off guard and again repeated, please tell me where the restroom is. Her response, say hello and I'll tell you. <laughs> now I was getting quite frustrated. I said, miss. It is your job to answer visitors' questions. Please tell me where the restroom is. Okay? That is not hello. Yeah, then guess yeah. what the, Guess what this lady's response was. Say hello, and no, I'll tell you. It was close to that, but she took it up a notch. She says, her response is, hello, 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 like a parrot. <laughs> huh. I was, I was so weird. shocked that I just walked away to find it myself. In the background, yeah. she was still saying, just say hello and shaking her head. <laughs> I just want to say that, like, if I'm inside a museum or an, a pretty somewhat enclosed space, I will never, ever ask where the restroom is. I, <laughs> I am pretty confident I could figure it out on my, <laughs> on my own. Anyway, go on. I want to hear the oh, yeah. end of this saga. So where we, where we left her, she was in the background now, shaking her head towards the floor mm-hmm. and repeating to herself, just say hello. Just say hello. Right? That's what the security person was yeah. saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We found the bathroom on our own. So there you go, Doug. <laughs> uh, I was furious. So she's furious again now after they find yeah. the bathroom. So she says, after my daughter made it in, I went back to speak with her. So she left her daughter in the bathroom to go uh, approach the security lady again. Yeah. (laughs) This is great. Yeah, right? (laughs) Keeps going back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, She says, (laughs) I asked her for her name. Mm -hmm. And she said. Did you say hello first? Can, we, can no, you at least, like, try that once? No. I know. She just marched right up to her and said, tell me your name. And so the lady said, uh, why? <laughs> yeah. The security guard said, why? And I said, and I said, guess what she said? What? I said, Hello? tell me your name. <laughs> Is and this I, a person American or it's gotta British? Be. It's got to be. 
it sounds like it's an Americans have this expectation yeah. of customer service people that right. uh, the rest of the world does not have. Yeah, where this is just some lady that's got this job, which just makes sure that probably little kids don't touch the art, you know. Right, right, right. You know, and make yeah. sure nobody's pulling off a major art heist. Answer or to make bathroom. sure that, that Robert Langdon has access to uh, everything he needs after the security <laughs> guard has been killed and written something in blood. Um, it's, not a, it's not a hard job to get. All you have to do is be a, a member of the Knights Templar. <laughs> you know, when I was, went to the Louvre, they had the option of listening to uh, a Da Vinci Code version of the tour of the Louvre. And, That's uh, amazing. So they take you, it would take you to um, all the pieces of art that they talk about in the book and then reference the book, right? Guess if I, guess if I took the Da Vinci Code Jean yeah, Renault yeah. version. Yeah, that's right. You're goddamn right I did. And then guess what else I did? You, uh, you found the Holy Grail? No, close. I went to a theater and watched the Da Vinci Code in Paris just like where the movie was. <laughs> did you get one of those pictures where it looks like you're uh, pinching the top of the triangle at the Louvre? No, I wish. On the dating apps, that's all it is. It's just pictures of women doing that at the Louvre. Because in one picture, you can tell everybody that you're funny, creative, and you've been to the Louvre. That, yeah, you love to travel. You like to be outside as well as inside. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm a, a fan of both indoors and outdoors. <laughs> you got to show that in the pics. Uh, Doug, it occurs to me that I never finished this review. Okay, keep going. So where did we last leave off with uh, she was, Andrea? Uh, she wanted to know this person's name really bad. Yeah, and still has not said hello. Yeah. And this is the second time she's asked her what her name was, right? So she asked her again. Uh, no, since she said, why won't you tell me your name? And then she said, uh, tell me your name now. And she again said, why? <laughs> yeah. I told her I was planning to talk to her supervisor regarding her being rude to a guest. Now she's going to tell oh. you. Now she's yeah, got yeah. it. Oh, so you're not going to say anything nice? Okay, then I'm no, I'm not going to give you my name yeah. still. Uh, I was actually going to send you some recipes. <laughs> yeah, okay, you got to make up an excuse. No. Out came the camera. I tried oh to take her picture to report to a supervisor, but she got up and quickly walked away. Man. End of review. One star review for the Louvre. Yeah, the Louvre with some of the greatest works of art uh, in the entire world. And she spent her whole time there yelling at a security guard about bathrooms. What's her damage? <laughs> I just don't oh, understand. Man. That would uh, be a great it, travel show, though. How about this travel show, Doug? It's just called Karen's Abroad. <laughs> and you're just following yeah, a bunch of Karens sure. to all different countries, uh, you know, with all their different sort of traditions and norms and like her just just thinking that they're all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and yelling at everybody, demanding and, that they yeah. speak to her in English all the time. Well, it would be it would be like that scene in Donnie Brasco where he won't take off his boots at the sushi <laughs> restaurant because he's he's, yeah, he's wearing, wearing a wire. Yeah. So he has to almost kill a guy? <laughs> yeah, that's what Karens are like. They're like Donnie Brasco. Glad I made that connection. Um, <laughs> that's a crack. Um, so those, that's, that's what I got, Doug. 
have we been doing this long enough that we can finally do the break now? Hell yeah. Because all I've been trying to do, man, I just, as soon as we started this thing, I've just been like fantasizing into that about break. the break. Break yeah. me off some break. All right. Here we go. to say that that break was everything i was hoping and imagining it could be my favorite part of the break uh-huh. is when nell carter accidentally vacuums all the water out of the aquarium <laughs> it is really i'm telling you man that scene does hold up though it is really funny it's just like yeah, the most perfect good. most perfect sitcom scene imaginable were they a couple nell carter and the I, I think gentleman. If I remember correctly, it was uh, we're talking about the '80s sitcom. Is that '80s sitcom or '90s? '80s. '80s yeah. sitcom. Give me a break uh, with Nell Carter. I, what I I believe it. I believe this is what the premise was. Was that the guy was a widower, and she came in yeah. and was like the housekeeper. But I think she also was able to kind of fill in that yeah. kind of mo- motherly she, role, tough right. love role. Right, she became a part of the family. Yeah. Uh, and I think season one, there was no Joey Lawrence. And then season two, they added, they like, we need a cute kid. <laughs> Got to get a cute kid in here. What was his so role? They added, I don't really remember his role. Uh, to refill the aquarium every time she vacuumed <laughs> it out. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, one star me. And uh, you see how many of those episodes you can find full episodes online. Yeah, watch them all. Get back to us. Tell us your favorite moments. And uh, that's a different podcast. That's our Give Me a Break. Each episode of our podcast is one minute of the Give Me a Break (laughs) series. So we started at the very beginning. Yeah, We're... Uh, just now on the third episode, we've done 100 episodes of the podcast. We're on episode three of the show and towards the <laughs> like 22nd minute or something. I don't know. It's getting confusing. If you hate this show, you're really going to hate that one. Yeah. And the break during the our Give Me a Break podcast is uh, a snippet of this show. <laughs> uh, do, you got, do you have any news for us today, no, Doug? I've got a news alert here. Um, I wasn't oh, planning did? on this or anything, but I like it just popped across my screen here. Um, breaking news. Um, it looks yeah. like, uh, you know, Mike Tirico. Do you know who that is? Oh, Mike Tirico. Sure. He's the uh, ESPN play by play guy. He yeah. does a lot of football. And yeah, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a pretty famous sportscaster. He's got glasses, kind of like those little, kind of little glasses. Sure. Um, and, uh, and you know who Jewel is? The singer? Remember the singer Jewel? Yes. 
She's still out there, but apparently they they're getting a divorce. Hmm. Did you I hear about that? Yeah, Mike no, Tirico and Jewel are getting a divorce. Yeah, I thought they were in it for the long haul. Those yeah, me two. too. Me too. Uh, so that's kind of sad well, news. I don't mean to start off the second half of the show with sad news, but I actually wasn't really sure they were uh, an item. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean they've broken up before. So they're, getting a di- they're getting a divorce, huh? They're, yeah. It's a yeah. it's an on again, off again romance between Mike Tirico and Jewel. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. uh, have you ever seen them out out and about, Mike Tirico and Jewel? There's, no, there's I imagine the they probably get photographed quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, yeah. Can't, so can't go anywhere without the paparazzi breathing down Mike Tirico's neck and Jewel. Oh, right, of course. And Her neck Jewel. also. Yeah, Jewel's neck. So you got the probably yeah. paparazzi that are following around Tariko, right? And then you got the right. paparazzi that are following around Jewel, and they're, and they're meeting up. Now you know they're like working together as a team. Yeah. But there's some romance that's going on there, too. Between, oh, between you know, the paparazzi? Yeah, both of their paparazzis, because, you know. I thought about being a paparazzi for a while, mm-hmm. um, but they had me following around... Uh, Stan Verrett. <laughs> I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> Nobody knows who Stan Verrett is. <laughs> if they do, it'll be really worth it. But even if they have to go look it up or something and look at his picture. <laughs> How many people were in that sort of press pool following around Stan Verrett? <laughs> Yeah, no, there's a lot of us. Yeah, it was a real uh, cutthroat sort of paparazzi situation. Like there's 15 to 20 of us every night falling around Stan Verrett. You're always getting into trouble with old Verrett. Yeah, always coming out of the Hollywood clubs. (laughs) I can't take your eye off him for a second. All right, so that's, I mean, that's that's some... Good or bad news, depending on how you want to look at it. You know, maybe you've always had your eye on Mike Tirico, and now he's a, you know single again. <laughs> All right, so uh, um, the we have a correction from oh, last okay. episode. It's a correction that I wanted to sure. bring up. Where in the last episode, you may have heard Doug describing the reverse Jared. This is about Jared from Subway. He was going to do yeah. a reverse Jared as um, eating the worst for you. Subway sandwiches every day, every meal for a year, and trying to gain 350 pounds. Yeah, trying to get um, to Jared's yeah. original weight. Yeah, and so that's what we said that the reverse Jared was. But, Doug, didn't you want to clarify what the reverse Jared actually is? Oh, uh, yeah. So the reverse Jared, um, it used to be, it, it used to be, yeah, eating okay. a very unhealthy sandwich to gain a bunch of weight. But it's uh-huh. now the reverse Jared is when I look at uh, elderly pornography. <laughs> when I look, because Jared looks at child pornography. And so the reverse Jared is now eating just a regular sub, a perfectly healthy sub, while looking at elderly pornography, which is perfectly legal. Nothing. It's extra. No exploitation. Extra legal. Extra legal. Yeah. Pornography. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually like what's eight 
What's uh, 96 divided by 18? <laughs> it's like five times the legality of regular of the pornography <laughs> Jared was looking at. <laughs> oh, man. So, so uh, one of the first, like, porn magazines that was found in the woods or something that <laughs> my friends had was called like 50 plus <laughs> and it was just why? women that were 50 years old why did why did he bring that around i have oh, no just, idea <laughs> well uh, because you're a kid like come on why not do you still have you a can't thing keep for that f- a secret it's like the video in the ring you gotta show that to people well and that first real sex on hbo is was just like old women getting together to use vibrators in a library. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they really so. tried to make those first real sex episodes not sexy at all. It was always about yeah, they like were creeps hanging uh, like hanging from the ceiling from their scrotes. It was you know, yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, it was very anthropological in yeah. a way. Like yeah. this is for future people to look at to see how weird things got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh do you want to tell them about today's sponsor? Gramp and My Style magazine. The pornography yeah. magazine for yep. old people, by old people, but also for young people <laughs> who find magazines in the woods or or people my age. <laughs> People exactly my age. <laughs> Ramping my style. <laughs> All right, should we, get, should we get back into it, uh, get back into the show here? Yeah. Okay, it's time for our second segment. It's called... What Else You Got? That's right. What else you got? Where we tell... What else you got? We tell you what else we got. Doug, you're up first. What else you got? Okay, so earlier today I was watching this documentary about this guy who thought his dad was a Zodiac, but it turns out he was just like uh, having an identity crisis and he really wanted his dad to be the Zodiac. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Because uh, he was adopted and, I don't know, it was very strange. It was very clear like he, he just wanted some sort of identity and reason to make his dad seem as bad as possible mm-hmm. for abandoning him so he mm. like turned him into the zodiac killer wow uh it was on fx it was pretty interesting but it made me look up one star reviews of zodiac so i have some i have some one star reviews of the movie zodiac made it came out in 2007 directed by david fincher i love this movie good friend of ours good friend of the show right oh yeah yeah, Mark Ruffalo plays yeah. Dave Tosky, uh, mm-hmm. one of the main detectives on the Zodiac case for many years. And uh, we've told Mark in the past how much we enjoy this yeah. film. And here's a review from Ander Finian. Ander Finian gives it one out of ten stars. The headline is, I have a dream. So he's using some, uh, you know, some Martin Luther King language sure. there. As you would and in a review for... Yeah, for Zodiac. He says, I have a dream that one day someone will make a stupid film noir style historical drama with the pace of a snail on sedatives that will slowly build for three and a half hours and then culminate in a paragraph long explanation of historical events that say absolutely nothing. I feel so violated right now. I wish the Zodiac killer had taken out David Fincher. Just because I am required by IMDb to make this comment longer, 
which I don't think is true. <laughs> I, must, I must add that the acting was atrocious, and I feel ashamed for not having identified how bad this film was going to be in the first scene, when I thought it was strange that something that had been hailed as such a masterpiece would have had acting that was so unconvincing. Let me be remiss by not complaining... <laughs> I don't think that's how you say that either. <laughs> Let me be remiss by yeah. not complaining about the exposition, development, and everything else that was wrong. Screw Hollywood. Whoa. Yeah. You know what I was going to ask you, Doug? Because of this yeah. guy. Has a movie that you just watched, like in the theater or something, ever made you furious when you left? Were you furious? Or or did I feel violated yeah, like that guy violated. did? Yeah, have you ever, or did you just kind of be like, oh, I didn't really like that, kind of sucked? Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, what, uh, where are we going next? Uh, yeah, yeah. This guy just yeah, comes no. out just fuming, stomping and fuming out of the movie theater. Well, well, people, yeah, with movie, with bad movie reviews on this show, I've noticed that people get really upset when their time is wasted and also <laughs> when they spend money. It's like a double whammy to them. Their time and money, and no, it's all I've life never, is, man. I've never, <laughs> it's all yeah. life is. Yeah, you're gonna waste money and you're gonna waste time. Yeah. You better figure out a way to enjoy that, <laughs> right? You know, right. that's a good. That's a good way to think about the world, Doug. Uh, but no, even like when I've, I'm trying to think of a movie that I really hated. Well, the only movie I've ever walked out of, and I think you and I walked out together, was The Mummy. With Brendan yeah. Fraser. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. I think we had just turned 21, or I had. And so I was like, yeah, I got to get to a bar. Um, Kip, what else you got? Oh, shit. It's my turn already? Okay, this is one for a uh, uh, appliance uh, company. These people bought a uh, washer and dryer from this place. And this is about the people that came um, to their house. Mm-hmm. So this Diane, she says, horrible, horrible experience, all caps, three exclamation points. I first used this service because I bought my washer and dryer from R.C. Wiley, and they said he was their warranty repair guy. He came to fix something on the washer, and while he was here, I asked him to fix a problem I was having with my fridge. He acted very put out and pulled out my fridge and was not careful at all and ripped up my flooring. Yeah. <laughs> he was a total jerk the whole time he fixed the fridge, didn't clean up after himself, and was a disgusting slob. Well, this compressor he put in went out, so I called him to have him fix it. Parentheses. After all, I had just paid him to fix this. And he told me he could come out last Friday. I get a text, all capitals, saying he <laughs> wouldn't be able to make it. And when I called him, he never answered. He's obviously trying to avoid you. Yeah, for sure. She's really getting mad now. So Finally, he answered on Monday at noon, and I asked if he was still coming, and he said no. (laughs) I told him I needed him to fix it because whatever he fixed didn't work, and he said to call someone else and hung up on me. (laughs) (laughs) I love this guy. Yeah. Love this guy. <laughs> and also, she was complaining that he ripped up her floor. While doing the job, he wasn't even sent there to do. It was an extra job right. she was trying to make him do. He went to fix the washer or dryer? Yeah, the washer and dryer. And then she was like, Was it from the same company? 
And I don't even think so. Uh, okay, so so now this guy hung up on her, right? Oh, and it's again, not over? No, no. She called him again, and he said, find someone else. And then hung up on me. Yeah. That was the final straw. Yeah. No, uh, that is the yeah. final straw. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, like, he wins. This man is reprehensible. I now have a fully thawed freezer, and I have lost all that food. Don't ever use this man. <laughs> that is the final straw. I am going to murder him. <laughs> Doug, what else you got? Oh, well, I, here's another review of Zodiac. I really like this one. This is from Jasper. That's worth right. like seven S's. <laughs> okay. Um, and the headline is Closure, Please. Warning spoilers. This contains spoilers, he writes. (laughs) I sat there for two hours waiting for the capture of the Zodiac. Well, I guess they thought that sticking to the true story of the Zodiac, being that he was actually never caught, was better than making a good film. So what to do, what to do, how to end a true story with no real ending. I say improvisation would have been fun, but they decided to go with the old text ending. How much fun that was. I sat there for five minutes reading text that was attempting to conclude this poor excuse for a murder mystery. And at the end of this essay on screen, he ends up dies of natural death uncaptured. I walked in expecting a great murder mystery, but ended up walking out cold and violated. There's that word again. <laughs> Why do people made- get so violated by these movies? <laughs> This just may be the most boring film ever recreated. And who created the first one must have been an idiot. The murderer? Not- yeah. The, the actual murderer? The Zodiac Killer created the first story that this is based on. Do not watch this if you're 13 to 25. That's very specific. Yeah, specific. But if you are old and boring, then by all means, see this film. <laughs> I am old and boring. I enjoyed the film. (laughs) You can't reply to these reviews, which is a shame. But, um, yeah, he feels violated (laughs) that they didn't improve on this true story. Yeah, man, I've never left a theater feeling violated. (laughs) Never. (laughs) I mean, there's certain movies I don't like, but I try and go into every movie hoping to be entertained. Yeah. And, like... Uh, not in violated, some, some way or another. Yeah, not violated. <laughs> uh, you ever seen a movie when you were too young? Not like a pornography type of way, but in a way that like a movie that's just a <laughs> fucking boring ass. Oh uh, yeah, adult, yeah, yeah. Serious William Hurt movie when you're like uh, ten with your friends <laughs> accidentally catch the wrong movie. Oh, my mom would try and give us cultured movies to watch every now i remember (laughs) i remember them i think making us try to watch chariots of fire (laughs) and i was like so slow and we always also listened to the soundtrack of chariots Uh. of fire we had it on record (laughs) uh so i saw with my baseball team on like a trip you know, like we were going over to some other yeah. town and staying in the hotel and having all sorts of, you know, fun, you know. And we were all like, let's go see a movie. And we went and there was a movie theater right by it. And the only movie starting at the time that we were there was The Accidental Tourist. 
Oh, sure. With Which uh, is, I gotta look. It's it William, was Hurt William Hurt. Yeah. And uh, Deborah Winger. <laughs> That's my Let's guess. Let's see what the actual description of this film is. Actually, um, so here's the plot. And now picture yourself as a ten year old kid whose like favorite movie is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, Macon Leary, William Hurt, is a Baltimore writer of travel guides for reluctant business travelers. Man, that's a 10-year-old Kip is really going to love that. Uh, (laughs) His marriage to his wife, Sarah uh, Kathleen Turner, is disintegrating in the aftermath of the murder of their 12-year-old son, Ethan. Okay, now the young (laughs) 10-year-old Kip and his buddies are really on board here. Uh, We didn't enjoy that one very much. I think that one might have made me angry. I think I was angry about it. I think maybe I'm still a little angry. But I don't think I was violated. (laughs) <laughs> do you remember when uh you and i went with our moms on mom's weekend to see bridget jones diary <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen that was so weird <laughs> what did you guys do on mom's weekend what's mom's weekend oh uh, that's where you're at college was that in college no 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 we weren't uh we weren't in college it's just kip and i like to (laughs) you know have a mom's weekend with our moms Uh, we go see whatever romantic comedy is out (laughs) that weekend i remember not liking that movie but i didn't feel violated no no um, I was going to see if I could find the exciting conclusion to this accidental tourist movie for right before we walked out of the theater, you know, in a daze. Um, the next morning, Macon dresses while Sarah sleeps, then wakes her to tell her he's going back to Muriel. Mm. Crazy mm-hmm. big ending for the kids. That'd be amazing, though, if you saw that movie as a kid and you just loved it. <laughs> Uh, William Hurt posters all over your wall. I guess I should watch this movie again, right? I owe it to myself to watch this as an adult. I'm not, I'm probably still not old enough to identify with with a William Hurt character. Um, Kip, what else you got? I thought that one was mine. (laughs) Wasn't that my uh, accidental tourist review? This movie sucks, man. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is way better. One star. That would have been mine. We should uh, find a, a kid to watch serious movies. And <laughs> yeah, you're right. That would be really funny. We sent our 10-year-old correspondent to watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire. <laughs> um, we got it. Well, well, let's do that on the TV show. You know, they're talking to us about doing the TV show. That would be a good Oh, yeah, that's true. Show. That and then the Norm MacDonald segment Against, against the, the Norm. norm. Yeah, where he comes on and reads reviews of bad, terrible reviews of his movies. Yeah, which are very difficult to find. Yeah. Um, hold on. I have one review I'd like to read. I okay. just looked up some five-star reviews of Club DB Lounge <laughs> in Downey. <laughs> so you're bringing it back full circle, huh? And Jocelyn C. gave it five stars uh-huh. and says... Great club. Have been there a couple times, and I always have a great time. Only bad thing I had here were the security guys not letting my brother in for wearing baggy jeans. Oh, no. Picture one of those guys, the story of the guy not getting into the club, giving it one star, wearing the baggy pants. 
get kicked yeah. out before he can't go in. One star. Meanwhile, his sister is inside. She's having the time of her life. Five stars inside, and he's got the ones the same night, <laughs> same group, gets one, one, one star and one five-star review. She got in because she's a, probably a hot chick, right? And they always mm-hmm. get in. And then uh, and then always have a good time, hot chicks. But then he's like left standing there. She gets in, and they're like, we well, can't yeah. let this guy in. And like, why? What, what should we tell him? Tell him his pants are too baggy. Yeah. Anything. Here's just what, get rid of the guy. Here's what I don't understand, though. If I'm working security and I see a, a guy with baggy pants, you know, I don't know. He might have hot chicks in those baggy pants. Ah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Let and, him in. Yeah. You got to let him in. There's a chance he could yeah, be packing never, some hot chicks. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Well, that was, uh, as usual, we like to bring these episodes full circle. That's why a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, compare our podcast to the um, television show Seinfeld. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because everything comes always, together yeah. at the end. Yeah. yeah, We've got an A story and a B story yeah. and a C story. Basically, we follow the same format as an episode of Give Me a Break. <laughs> uh, and Doug, uh, you got you got anything else? Anything else for anyone? Ain't got nothing else. We're fucking done. Uh, nope, nothing else here. Kip, do you have anything else? I got nothing else, man. I'm all I'm all uh, reviewed out. And that was the segment. Anything else? Brought to you by Gramp in My Style. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's a good show, Doug. You want me to do my sign-off line and then you do your sign-off line, your new one? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. So thanks, everybody out there in the One Star Me, all the listeners. And uh, remember, love it or hate it, you got to rate it one star. Uh, Doug, what's your uh, good, good night uh, line? Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, don't forget to email us, tospwissage at gmail.com. <laughs> Please be the first one to email us. <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tosposage. And remember, if you don't like this podcast, you might try listening to a different one. <laughs> Is that her? I hear my... something like that. All right. Good night, everybody. Or good morning, or whatever time it is. Yeah. <laughs>